Welcome back to the podcast. Awesome to have you here. Today we are talking all about goal setting. It's been a while since I've talked about this. I ran an online training for a large group of women recently and we talked about this and I thought, you know something, I need to talk about this on the podcast. So today we are talking about how you can really start to think about setting some goals. It is almost the end of June here in Melbourne and in Australia, which is the end of our financial year. And so now is a great time, no matter where you are in the world, to be honest, but at the end of a financial year and starting a new financial year, having clear goals is one of the best things that you can do to ensure or at least work towards your success. So that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back. It is awesome to have you here. Oh, the sun is shining and I'm feeling good. It was a long weekend as I'm recording this. And so I'm excited to get back into the office and to be working through all the podcast episodes. I've been doing a bit of batching. You know, I love to lock it and block it. And also had a bit of a CEO day today as well, which is really all about how you assess where you're at, whether you're tracking on your goals, which is obviously what we're talking about today. And as we're coming into the end of a new fire or at the end of a financial year, taking a look at profit and loss and all the rest of it. So it is about running your business like a business, knowing what you want to achieve, how you're going to achieve it, and then assessing whether you achieved it or not. And so that's something you know that I'm really passionate about talking about. It is what I teach in Brand Builders Academy as well. And we are coming to our second and our last live coaching round of Brand Builders Academy in July. So make sure that you check that out. You can go to suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA and join the waitlist if you want to learn how to run your business like a business, create the structure, systems, and strategies to be able to scale your business pay yourself well and really grow, then this one is for you. So head to suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA, join the wait list and I would love to work with you in July. But listen, there is a lot I want to go through with you today. It's a super practical episode. So if you're listening to it in the car or on a walk or whatever, great to listen to it, but make sure that you go back and you get your notebook and you write some of this down as well. We're also going to have a free checklist download that you can grab if you go to suzechadwick.com forward slash pod, P-O-D, 164, that can help you work through some of this as well. So go and check that out and let's get into this week's episode. So today I'm going to take you through four key areas that I like to set my goals around. I feel like it covers all the different areas of my business. It makes it really easy for me to work out 
what I want to focus on and what is important and that moves the dial. So that's what I'm going to take you through as well. And you can go and grab the worksheet and you can work through this as well. So you could even pause it now, go grab the worksheet and then together we can work through this. So the first thing is really around clear and achievable goals. So if you don't have a goal to be profitable, then you may never achieve it, I think is really important. And so four key things that when it comes to your goals, I would really recommend that you take a look at. I kind of think that sometimes when we do a business and brand strategy, it's something that we do and then it never gets looked at again. And I think goals can sometimes be like that too. It's like, oh, I'll set some goals and then I don't really go and I look at them again. And so these are some key goals that you can start to really look at. And it's something that I go through on a regular basis basis as well. So the first one is your financial goals. So do you have a goal around your annual revenue? So how much would you like to earn this year? Yeah. Do you have goals around your product stream? So what are your financial goals? So let's say you have a particular product or service. Do you have a goal around how much you want that product or service to earn? Operating expenses. Do you know how much of what is coming into your business should be operating expenses? What percentage? Do you have a clear idea of what you want to pay yourself? uh, And do you know what you want to spend on your marketing? So these are some things to really start to think about and start to map out and write down. And so these are some questions around what you can be asking yourself. You know, how much do I want to make this year? How much do I need to price my products and service at for them to be profitable? And I guess the other question I'd love to ask as well is when you are pricing your products and services, are you really taking a look at what the profit margin is? Or what I find for a lot of businesses, depending on where you're at and how long you've been going as well, is that a lot of times you'll earn money and then you'll pay everything you need to pay. And then whatever's left is kind of what you're left with. So just making sure that you're actually taking a look at what you want that profit margin to be and starting to have goals around that too. You know, how much does it cost me to run my business? And so for me, I do have a spreadsheet and I know that every month around about $1,200 a month comes out in my subscriptions, my technology, things like that. You know, how much do I want to pay myself as well is something that I think once again, people leave whatever's left over to themselves rather than really starting to craft this and determine what they want it to be. And how much am I willing to put into my marketing? And I think sometimes when you're starting out or even when you've got a marketing budget, before you've got the stats to really take a look at what's the return on investment, where am I getting people from? Sometimes you've got to take that leap of faith and start to do your marketing and put some obviously budget aside to get the word out there and start to build your brand and let people know that that you're there and that they can buy from you as well. The second key goal that I'd really love you to take a look at is your customer acquisition. So how many people do you actually need in order to have a really profitable business? Like how many customers would you need to come in and buy from you, whether you're a, a French shop a French cafe, whether you are a service-based business, whether you sell a particular product, how many people need to buy from you? How will you attract them into your business? We were just talking about the marketing strategy. What's your customer conversion rate as well? And so really understanding what it costs you to acquire a customer 
as well as what that conversion rate is. And so what that means is just how many people need to come through my doors in order for me to have X number of sales. And so that traffic is going to be really important to your website, to your shop, to wherever it is that you're selling and making sure that you're doing everything in your power to bring more people in so that that conversion rate can really give you the outcomes that you want as well. If you're an online business, then an email list is really important. Any business, an email list is important. And then really taking a look at that customer journey as well. So have a think about what these goals need to look like. And I think customer journey is something that a lot of people don't spend enough time on because if you take a look at your conversion rate, which means the how many people it takes to come into your store before somebody buys or how many people you need in order to get the amount of money that you want to generate, then obviously if you can have 100 people come to your website and you can increase your conversion rate because your customer journey is really easy, which means that when I come to your website, it's really easy for me to understand what you do, how I can buy. It's an easy shopping link if you're a product-based business or there's just less friction around me giving you my money then I think that that is something you need to be looking at on a regular basis and going through your customer journey and seeing if you've got any bottlenecks in your business is one of the key things because I've worked with businesses where they've had a lot of traffic coming in. They've got a lot of people that are inquiring, but because they're not getting back to people on time, because it's really hard to buy, because things aren't clear around maybe what the product or the service is, uh, pricing, things like that, it, it just means that they're losing customers as well. So really have a think about your customer journey and spending some time on that. So I'd just love to ask, uh, is that something that you're spending time on at the moment? Or have you kind of set time aside, whether it is quarterly or yearly, depending on how long you've been in business, to really take a look at that customer journey as well? And if you're wanting to look at how you can really personalize it, then you need to look at not just the customer journey, but also the brand experience on more of an individual basis. And so really getting to know your customers, which I'm sure that you'd be doing little things that stand out for you, little things that you can remember about them, little things that you know, um, whether it's loyalty cards or whether it's like a little surprise and delight element. Uh, also saying to customers, you know, where we love having new customers in, we would love you to share it. Is there an incentive for sharing? Like really take a look at your customer base and just ask, how do we love them more? How do we get them to be our advocates and be out there spreading the word for us? Um, and then making sure that you've kind of obviously got some uh, budget and strategy around how you're building your brand in that in your local area too. And maybe it is Facebook ads that you take a look at um, for just 20 kilometers or 10 kilometers or something like that within the radius of where you are. And so I think that when it comes to building a brand strategy as well, you do have to take a look at how am I finding cold audiences, which can be pay to play, which is ads. How do I, um, you know, collaborate with other businesses who might be in the area where we could do like a lockdown deal, whether you get flowers and food and you come together. Uh, how am I loving on the customers that I've got now as well? And then what else could I be doing? Like, how can we get ourselves either in the paper or through some media too? So I think just having that 
that kind of span of different, I like to think about it as octopus tentacles. <laughs> it's like, what are you touching and what's out there that you can, that can really help you to start bringing in more customers. And another great way to have a better brand experience is through automations too. So if you can automate certain things in your business where you have already defined and crafted what you want that brand experience to be, then that's happening on autoplay in your business. Saying that, number one, you've got to give it a little little bit of time. Two, you may not get it right the first time out the gate. So you've got to refine and take a look at, you know, what are our numbers? Where are we kind of, are we getting loads of people in, but, and then they're getting to, you know, the cart and then they're not buying. Do we have retargeting as an option? Um, Why are they not buying? Is there anything else we can do? Is it that it's too hard? Are we using the right software without, you know, um, is it Shopify? Is it something else as well? Because even um, Helen and I were joking around about shopping online and there are a couple of websites where basically when I go and put something in my cart, it automatically brings up all of my details and I just press one button and it sends and, you know, I buy it seamlessly. And I always do look at that and just think, geez, they've really made it as easy as possible for me to buy from them. And something else is that I am learning from other businesses all the time. When I do presentations, I talk about Mr. Zimmy, how they send me my clothing in a beautiful branded calico bag and that I saw ads that were just to thank me for being a customer. And when I get an email, an automated email from somebody who where I just read it and I'm like, that's an amazing email. Look around you, see what other people are doing who are doing it really well and think it's not about copying them. It's about using them as inspiration and saying, how could I be that good? How could I write an email that makes my customers feel like that? How can I create a brand experience and a surprise and delight that makes my customers feel valued and amazing? Like, what are you seeing out in the market where you're like, I want to do more of that. I want to be that business that other people talk about because of the way that I'm doing things in such a unique, a connected, bolder, fun, whatever it is that you want to do. Take a look at what other people are doing and really use that as inspiration in your own business. Because customer acquisition and customer journey is where you will lose it, like where you'll find and lose a customer. The next thing is business performance. And so with business performance, it's about growth across the board. And so things like, which might seem like vanity metrics, but I think that if you can tie it back into what you're doing, then I think that that's important. So number one, your social media numbers, are you growing them? And it's not about numbers, it's about engagement. And so- I have said for a long time that I've basically built my business on Instagram. It's where all my customers normally are, my clients are. It's where I have a lot of sales conversations. Like I basically get DMs on a regular basis in, uh, you know, on Instagram saying, really want to figure out how, like find out more about working with you. Can you tell me more? And then I send them links and all the rest of it. And so really taking a look at what are the tools that are available to me And it's not just about being on that business hamster wheel, constantly creating content, putting things out there and then not getting the return on investment. And so it's a balance of investing time, content, building collaborations, connecting with customers, having conversations in those places if that's where they are. 
taking a look at your website traffic, is it increasing? So my VA, my virtual assistant, every month at the beginning of the month, she fills in a report that we've got just in a Google Doc or in a Google spreadsheet, and it's got website traffic, bounce rate, number of people on socials, opt-ins, so how many people have signed up to their email list, email list numbers, uh, and a few other things. We've kind of got a big list. And so we've got month on month, January, February, March. And so every month she goes and she fills that in and I go look at it. So it's really about understanding those numbers and making sure that you are looking at your business performance and the growth that you've got as well. And so think about how you're doing that. Also things like, and I just put, you know, for me, it's speaking gigs and collaborations. They're really important to my business. It's where I, you know, grow my audience. It's where I grow my client base. And so I need to have that as part of my business performance metrics. You may not have it. Hopefully collaborations is in there, but, you know, really customizing it to your business, your needs, what you want to be doing and what performance indicators are important for you and your business. So I'd love to just ask, do you track these numbers? Are you tracking the number of either followers, website views, um, email list, the number of customers, etc., that you've got coming into your business. Uh, number of inquiries, that's a really important one as well. So how many leads do you have coming in? And then brand awareness, which you know, it sometimes can be hard to measure, but it's really almost like if your brand awareness is going up, then your website traffic should be going up and your social media should be going up and the number of inquiries should be going up as well. So have a think about that. Yeah. If you don't know your numbers, we're going to be talking about numbers a lot today, but if you don't know your business numbers, that's where burnout comes because you might be doing things that you're going to continue to do that aren't actually helping you to grow the business. And then you're just continuing to do that. And you're like, why is it not working? And that's where burnout comes from, is continuing to do the same thing that is not helping you to move the dial. So do this. It's a simple thing to do. Get help with it if you don't have help with it as well. And just, yeah, get it moving for sure. You know, and this is something I'm really proud that we go through in Brand Builders Academy. This is the sorts of things that we go deep into with my students and with my clients so that you can really start to run your business like a business, understand your numbers, make the right decisions, set your business up well, and then really track how you continue to assess what you're doing, what you're not doing, what else you need to do as well. So Brand Builders Academy is a great place for you to be learning all of this too. And the next thing is time as well. So we're still talking about key business goals to set uh, and time, you know, what you'll do in the next 30, 60 and 90 days. And so what we do in my business when it comes to goal setting and financial goals and all the rest of it is that I normally take a day or two at the beginning of every year to get myself out of my office and to sit and work out what our goals are going to be this year. So I take a look at what's our financial goal. How much do we want to earn based on what we want to earn? What are my products and services need to be priced at and how many would I need to sell? You know, what's our marketing going to be this year? What's our brand strategy going to be this year? 
What are the, who are the collaborators that I want to work with this year? Are there other things that we want to do for our clients around surprise and delight? Those sorts of goals. Is there any technology that we need to consider reviewing and replacing? What's working and what's not working? And really giving yourself the time and space to be able to do that assessment is, I think, business critical. I think that if you don't do that, And no matter where you are, you know, if you're just starting your business, then this is a great opportunity for you to start in the right way as well. And if you've been in business for a while, it's okay. You could start today. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of the year. It's really about starting to work out what you're going to do. And so what we do is that once we understand all of that, we look at the 12-month calendar and I block out all school holidays first. Have you ever heard that um, it's a story where you've got the the glass jar and you put your big marbles in first. So your big marbles might be things that are really, really important to you. So family, holidays, time to yourself, birthdays, things like that. So I put my big marbles in the jar first and I put that on my calendar. And then the next thing I do is because I'm a digital business mainly, I then put in all of my online course launches, things like that, that I'm doing and I block that out. And then I take a look at what that now looks like in 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. And so I take something that's a really big thing to do, which is set your goals for 12 months, and I break them down so that it doesn't feel overwhelming, so that I know that, okay, in the next 30 days, in order for me to achieve what I want to achieve, I just have to do these things in the next 30 days. Yeah. So just this month, this is what I have to do because I know that it feeds into a much bigger picture. And so I'd love to know, is, is, is that something that people are doing at the moment? Is it something you want to do more? But really starting to set that 30, 60 and 90 day plan just reduces the overwhelm because you know then that what you're doing is really leading towards much bigger goals that you have. And you're not kind of just sitting there going, I don't really know what to do with my time right now. Like, what are we doing? What do we need to do? Like, I don't really understand what what I should be focusing on. And so hopefully it removes that so that you're really clear on what all the small goals are to achieve that big goal that you want at the end as well. So those are some things that you can definitely be doing around time management and making sure that you're setting those out. You can be assessing on a regular basis what's working and what's not working and then shift and change if you need to because I find that sometimes what happens is that people are, people wait till the end of the year and then they're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't hit my goals, I didn't hit my targets. Uh, and obviously they may not have been tracking them throughout the year and then all of a sudden it's a shock and disappointment. So hopefully that really helps you to avoid that. So break down your 12-month goal into 90, 60, and 30-day goals um, so that you can chip away at things and change as and when you need to as well. So that is it when it comes to business planning. I don't think that it needs to be difficult. I don't think that it needs to be hard. You know, we just really want to make sure that we have got key goals in place that are clear that are easy to track, that are actually going to move the dial as well. So if you haven't gone and downloaded the freebie today, then you can go and do that. Just head to suzechadwick.com forward slash pod 
163 so that you can go and grab that and work through your financial goals, your customer acquisition numbers, your business performance, and then your time goals as well. I try and keep things in my business really simple. If I'm honest, I try and cull things as much as possible. Like what are our numbers? What are we focusing on? How are we going after that? What's our budgets? What does this look like? How are we going to track it? And then take a look at, do I still need this thing? Um, you know, can I get rid of a subscription to reduce my overheads? So my operating expenses, are our products and services the way that they need to be? Should we be doing something else? When it comes to my brand strategy, are there other avenues or ways that I could be increasing the awareness about who I am and what I do? And how am I going to track that as well? So try and keep things simple, streamlined, and really focused on what is going to help you to move your business forward. So no matter where you are in the world, you know, whether it's end of financial year, beginning of financial year or any other day, you know, it's kind of like starting those New Year's resolutions on the 1st of January. It's just not important when you do it. It's just important to do it. So start with your goal setting today. If you don't have goals, it's so important to have them. And I'm actually going to have Adam Jellick on the podcast really soon talking more about goal setting and how he has set goals in his business as well. But these are some key things I wanted to share with you today. So the four key things are financial, customer acquisition, business performance, and time. Those are things that I use and I wanted to make sure that you're using them as well. So grab the download, use it. Let me know how you go. Let me know, send me a message at Suze Chadwick on Instagram and let me know how you went with this episode and obviously share it as well. I think that one of the key things that I want to make sure that I'm doing, and I know that I do because I get amazing messages from you, my listeners that say, Suze, your podcasts are so practical. They've helped me to grow my business. They've helped me to earn more money. They've helped me to be more structured. And so that is why I'm sharing what I share with you. But as I've said before, if you want to work with me and have access to me on a weekly basis and be part of an amazing community of women who are growing their businesses, then make sure that you join the waitlist or come and join us in Brand Builders Academy. Just head to suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Don't be like, and I love one of my students said, you know something I came in thinking, oh, I already know so much. She said, but when I did BBA, there was so much I wasn't doing in my business and being surrounded by an amazing community who are paying themselves, growing their revenue, being really planned and focused in how they're growing their business I know that I can help you do the same. So make sure you get the download. You go back over this podcast episode if you need to re-listen to it. You come and join me in Brand Builders Academy and we get this done, yeah? Today is the day to start and make sure that you're doing everything that you can to grow the business that you started and become more confident in how you're doing it.
But that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.